Welcome to Real Talk with RJ and Matt. Join us each week as we break down merch by Amazon and print on demand with some of the top sellers on the platform. Learn from some of the best as we test theories and examine strategies to give you the tools and knowledge to find success in this industry. This podcast is sponsored by Merch Informer. Take your merch game to the next level by finding untapped niches and high sales volume keywords. Save hundreds of research hours by heading over to MerchInformer.com and grab a free three-day trial today. Links in the description below. So where do you want to start? I'm going to start with the keynote. It's probably, I think, the thing that most people are going to have questions about. Yeah, uh, the keynote was pretty interesting. Um, I honestly felt like that was like the most valuable information that was, well, was told to us, right? I mean, I think, I, I think it's big, right? Like, so I think from like a couple of different perspectives. So not only was it big in the sense that, you know, they were unveiling a new program that, you know, gives people the possibility to be able to work with big brands. But I think it was also really insightful into the way that Amazon thinks about things and the way that Amazon thinks about merch, you know, and like the first thing that they led with, and, you know, we heard this from multiple people from Amazon over the weekend is the customer is the most important part of the equation. The customer comes first with everything that they do, every decision that they make, um, yeah. you know, and I think it's just really important for us to keep that in the back of our minds in terms of, you know, when we get frustrated because things aren't working or, merch isn't working the way we want it to or anything else like that all has to do with the customer experience that Amazon wants to make sure that they provide. Yeah, for sure. Um, that was, uh, that was what I was thinking about too, uh, during the whole throttle, everything through the throttle and stuff like that. Like I was telling everyone, I was like, uh, Amazon is like a customer base. Like that's their main priority. They don't care about nothing else. They don't care if you have a shirt sell or not. They don't care about that. So if the customer don't get the shirt on time and they're not satisfied with it, they're not going to like, push the shirt they're not going to promote the shirt they're not going to put it in the search algorithm like they're not going to do that because you know what i mean it's like everything delay every once everything if everything's delayed it's not going to make the customer happy if the customer is not happy amazon's not happy mm -hmm. so a lot of people got to understand that they're basically built a business around like two day shipping and next day next day air and stuff like that because it's convenient for the customer and for them to get it on time so it's very important so what was your what was your impression of the keynote in terms of the way that they they presented merch collab? Um, how did you what did you think about it? Um, uh, actually, so in the morning, um, like I was hitting you up. Was it, I was hitting you up the next day, right? Or was it the next day or the that morning? Was that morning? I don't. I fuck, I don't everything ran together, bro. Like, yeah, because I, I did not get very much sleep in Vegas, like at uh, all. So mm -hmm. everything kind of ran together. No, I was up early in the morning. Um, I didn't know what to expect. Um, I hit the gym in the morning. That was like the first thing I wanted to get out of the way. Um, and then I was ready. Then we're, we're heading over there to the, the keynote and we're trying to find it. It was on the, the bottom floor, right? Bottom floor. Yeah. And it was pretty interesting just how they presented everything. And they, they it was honestly, I thought that was like 80% of the event. And then just the networking part was next for me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was so like, it was interesting, right? Because like, I've been in sales my whole life, you've been in sales too. Like, I can kind of see where they were leading with it, right? Like everything he was doing was basically building up Amazon and the way that Amazon is going to be important in licensing. He's talking about how Amazon views licensing as a trillion dollar opportunity over the next mm -hmm. 10 years. Um, and then, you know, when they finally presented Merch Collab and they brought out the panel of people, so they brought out somebody from CBS, they brought out another apparel guy, I wasn't really sure how he was connected. 
Um, they brought out the head of Cartoon Network's licensing thing, and then they brought out um, an agent who represents a bunch of YouTube stars and Shane Dawson. Mm-hmm. And everything that they were doing, if you noticed, all of the questions were like soft serve questions that were basically supposed to drive home the point that like merch by Amazon is awesome. This this is how you should be doing apparel. They they tried to emphasize, you know, how much this changes the game compared to traditional marketing, traditional apparel and advertising. Um, and in the sense that like you have the ability to literally upload a design and with an hour have it live on Amazon and your fans can buy it. You know, and they kept driving home too that it gives you the ability to test things. Remember when they were talking about the Cartoon Network thing with Rick and Morty and how the most popular Rick and Morty shirt is a character that was only on the show once in the first season. And, you know, in traditional like stuff like that, you would never make a shirt for that because you would never think to do it. But it happened because Merch by Amazon has, you know, the ability to put up a bunch of different things and test. So, you know, I think it was really, really exciting in a sense that like it's going to open up opportunities for us to do licensing down the road because it's going to open up people's eyes that this exists. Because for most people, they had no idea what the fuck anybody was talking about until they actually got into it. Right. Yeah, for sure. And there's also too, there was someone talking about um, just like the big companies and uh, how they don't have time to actually upload their 32 characters and their brand or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. they don't have time. They said they don't have time to do that. So basically they're just leaving money on the table because that company is so focused on something else. That's another thing too. Like a lot of these big companies, they're not focusing on trying to make shirt sales. They're more focusing on like the next episode of that show. Make sure it's, they're looking at the stats, looking at the numbers. So that's, what's going to bring them the money in right Right. now. They don't even care about the shirt. They don't care about the merchandise. They don't care about none of that stuff. So um, like when a lot of like people are, I guess, and how would I explain this? Um, Basically, they didn't have time. To, they don't have time to upload 32 characters to a shirt to make sales on. So this is where like merch collab comes in. They're like, okay, mm-hmm. like. Kristen brings up a good point too. Like Amazon was clearly at the licensing show to court brands, to go after brands, yeah. to get them to sign up, right? And you know, this is something we experienced. Courtney experienced it too. Literally, every person that we talked to, they had talked to Amazon before we had about merch collab. Now, the important thing there, though, is, and this was reiterated to us later, um, is Amazon is planning on growing Merch Collab very slowly. They want to make sure that they build it out the right right way. They want to make sure that they have the right team in place. They want to make sure they have the right designers in place. They don't want to grow it so fast that they can't keep up with the brands. And they also don't want to add so many brands that they don't have enough designers that they've vetted that they can make sure can do a good job to be able to serve the brands. It doesn't help it. So mm-hmm. it's going to be something that you know grows gradually. They'll expand it and scale it as they get to the point where they're comfortable with it. Yeah, for sure. I think honestly, well, most of that's like, like it's pretty much like common sense because it's like, of course you don't want to have like like supply was a supply and demand like you don't, you don't you don't want to be wanna, out of whack yeah you like you want to run smooth as possible and mm-hmm. that's the same thing like like that's i don't know just goes back to like uh, like the throttling again it's like it's like you don't want to go all crazy and stuff and they said also too it's like there's a lot of things that are still new a yeah. lot of things are still like broke there a lot of things are still broken but there's they're still new yeah so so and we can talk about this. I don't want to talk about a ton of the stuff that we talked about, but we can definitely talk about this. Um, we had a small Q&A with uh, some other sellers with actual Amazon, the people from Merch by Amazon. One of them was the head from Amazon, um, Miguel. And literally the first thing he led with was, you guys don't understand how often we're just holding shit together with like bailing wire and fucking duct tape. Like shit gets broken all the goddamn time. 
And the other thing he said, which I thought was amusing and is totally true, is like, I don't need you to fucking tell me when something's broken. I know when it's fucking broken. Like, we're working on that. You don't need to tell us. Yeah. So, um, lost my fucking train of thought. No, he's uh, he's actually pretty cool too. And I was watching. He was him really on, cool. I was looking at yeah. him. I was looking at his. You see his socks? Yeah, yeah, I did. Shirt. See his zip up hoodie. I was looking at a lot of the merchandise that he was wearing because I was like, hmm. Wonder if that's coming. I know. I same thought. I was same quiet. exact thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Kristen also made a good point here too, and this is something that speaks to like I know everybody's excited about merch collab and they're applying and everything else, but. Um, you know, Shane Dawson personally overviews every single shirt that gets submitted to him. So that's yeah. a reason why, like, they're going to take their time to vet people and make sure that they actually know what they're doing, that they can design before they start adding a bunch of people onto the platform. Not everybody's going to get into this thing. It's going to be very, very selective. Yeah. So that was another thing, too. I was thinking about, I was like, man, like, person like me that sucks at designing, like, how am I supposed to do this? And, and then it, make it, uh, what happens if I make a design that he likes? Or, like, let's say if I make a design that someone likes, and then he's like, oh, I want to meet him. He made the design. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't want to meet you. <laughs> yeah, but it's so, so, I don't know, man. Like, I know how you work and I know how I work. Like, a lot of the stuff that gets designed for us, you know, is coming from ideas that we have. Like, hey, I yeah. want you to do this, this, and this. And then, you know, throw it or tweak it together. So you're still kind of overseeing it. You just might not do the creative part in terms of art. Yeah. Um, so Jeremy wants to know, Jeremy Vogel wants to know, so with Merch Collab, do you see the traditional novelty NBA model we currently see going bye-bye? So do you think merch as we know it right now is going to disappear and Amazon's going to focus more on the brand stuff? Um, that's kind of hard to say, uh, but I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think that there is definitely a market for the very niche t-shirts that we pr we produce right now. So, you know, the brands aren't going to be interested in like funny Father's Day fishing t-shirts, right? Um, yeah. or like, you know, sloth llama t-shirts, that kind of stuff. So I think there's yeah. still a market for it. Um, I do think that like anything, it, there's more competition out there. That is one of the things that Amazon also wanted to tell us was there's no throttling going on right now. More than anything else, what you're seeing is just increased competition. There's more competition, better sellers on the platform. Yeah. Um, I, and also to the keynote, it was just more about, it was all about like merch by Amazon. Like it really didn't say nothing about like, it, they were more going towards that. They're like, no, like FBA, nothing about FBA, nothing like that. No, it was, it was totally merch by Amazon. It was all directed toward brand, towards brand. Um, yeah. It was, it was definitely not directed towards um, content creators. You know, those of us that were there at the show, like they could care less about us. Like they were there to speak to brands, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's where you start your business. And then you think, you know, they have a, huge number of people that are you know out there creating content right now that they can reach out to and slowly add in yeah for sure um so what were your impressions of the show so first impression when you walk through the door oh fuck i thought it was just all over the place um but i did pay attention to um i knew that first of all like i wasn't gonna get no big brand at first like i already knew that and then i seen where like the potential of like an up-and-coming brand that's where you wanted to be at right there you want to see like the up and coming brands that are coming up. Um, there's some of the brands that I looked at their Instagram and my following is bigger than their following. I'm like, mm -hmm. what the fuck is this? <laughs> and I was like, okay. And like when I, when I talked to them, they're still, like I said, when you go over there, like these people are, they're not, they don't understand what's going on right now with like how like social media, you can leverage social media and stuff like that to make your brand a, a lot bigger. 
A lot of this is, I mean, a lot of it's very old school business, right? Like these people, these people are not used to the way that this world, they had no idea how print on demand works, like none of that stuff. I mean, and this is one of the things that we noticed for sure was like, when you're speaking to them and you're speaking about just even like print on demand and merch by Amazon, like you're the expert, they have no clue. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I noticed right away. Like, that's like one of the very first things I noticed. Um, I, I really didn't. I just wanted to pay attention to fucking 300, 400 people walking in front of me and see what they were thinking about. And I kind of, kind of got an idea already before I even walked in there. And then I seen, like, I talked to Ken a little bit about certain things and, and yeah. And then I told him something cause I already knew where he, I already knew where he was going. I was mm-hmm. like, I started talking to a few people and then I seen it and then he was like, and then I, I brought up the brand to him. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have them closed by Thursday. And I was like, okay, cool. Now, now I understand. It was just like the filling out process for me. Like I wasn't there to fucking lock down no deal or nothing like that. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think the thing that stood out the most to me, like I knew it was a big event. I don't think uh-huh. I really realized how big of an event it was until I kind of walked in the door and like you walk in and the first booth you see is Mattel and it's like a 200 foot by 200 foot like they built an entire building inside there. They had a second story for like, you know, just to show off their shit. Like these are brands dropping, you know, $500,000 to a million dollars on a booth for a three day event to show, you know, to try and bring people in. Um, The other thing I noticed too, you know, I'm sure you ran into it too. Like these, uh, these brands, especially the bigger brands all had gatekeepers in front. They all had people that were there to basically meet the people that are coming in, make sure that they have an appointment, make sure that so nobody is out there wasting their time. So I think that if you're going to be successful doing this kind of stuff, like you need to do some homework. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, but like, like, I, like I said, like the first day, like your first time ever going to an event like this, just fill it out, man. Don't like, don't try to stress yourself out over something that you don't even fucking know what's going on. And, um, that was that was my big thing. I was like, I'm not gonna stress out over this. I'm already what figuring out what what's for lunch. And like next year, like I kind of already have an idea of like what to do and stuff like that. But honestly, like when I seen Funko in there, I was like, I lock. I have uh, Funko down. It's like my in my wholesale thing right now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I sent them an email, and that's all I did. And people are coming over here just to. That's what I was trying to get at. I was like, man, I already have like I have Funko down as a wholesale already. Like I have them, I can buy through them wholesale. But then they have the the booth set up. Like, what's the difference? Right. That's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, what the fuck? What is the difference? What is the difference? What's gonna make this event different from going through email? That's what I was trying to figure out. Yeah. And I mean, in in reality, I think it's it's more about so that's the same reason we went out to Vegas in the first place, right? Like it's the ability to network. So it's the ability to like. You know, you're going out there because you want to be able to meet and greet, you know, shake hands with these people, um, develop a relationship. And then that's the important part to it. Um, But by all means, I think that like emailing people and going after the licensing stuff is still just as important afterwards. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, That's what I don't like. I I still like still was in the filling out process about all that. Um, Mm -hmm. I I talked to a few people and it he was like trying to bullshit around the, like he was trying to bullshit. And then I came back to him again, just to say hi to him. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's going on? How's your day going? You know what I mean? Came back the second time, the second day and just said, what's up to him. Right, um, right. But I think honestly, like if they keep on, it's like the same thing with marketing. If they keep on seeing you over and over and over and over and they tell you no the first time, come back a second time so they can tell you no a, sec- a second time. And then the third time, keep on come back a third time if you have to. And then that fourth time, if they don't say yes, then yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, the other thing I'll, I'll, I'll drive home to is like, this is definitely a business event, right? Like you need to walk in and, and expect to deal with that environment. Like if you just walk in, like you look like you came off the street, you're probably not going to get a whole lot of respect or get anybody to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> I, I seen a, I, I seen a lot of that too as well. And then also I seen people working. They were, they were, they were working like, they were doing it for someone else too. I seen that. Mm -hmm. That was a big thing because these people were in there. That only, I didn't even think, think they knew what the fuck they were doing. They came right. in there just going, they're sweating in their suit. I was looking at them. I was like, God, man, this guy's, this guy's, I don't think he knows what he's doing, but he's here to accomplish something. And yeah. So uh, Melinda wants to know what single piece of advice would you give after attending the expo? Um, you're gonna get turned down uh, a lot, and I think you just keep, keep on like like I said right there. Um, you're gonna get turned down the first or maybe the second time, but just keep on going at them, um, and then don't um, hit them with any type of like licensing, like trying to get a contract with them. Talk to them for a little bit. Be be yourself and just try to get information and see where they're going long term with this with the brand and stuff like that. Just trying one of the to the first one of the first questions you're gonna get um, is. Who do you do business with? Like, mm -hmm. what other references can you provide that you're actually a real legitimate person that you can provide numbers? Like, that was one of the things that that really stood out. Like, these people want to make sure that if they get into business with you and they're licensing their artwork or whatever it is, um, that you're somebody that's actually going to be able to do something and pull numbers because it does no good for them to give you that licensing and then you don't do shit with it. Hmm. I'm, sorry, I'm trying to hurry out. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm trying to, I, like, I see it relating to like the web, like your own website and stuff like that, but this is more like online, but in person, I, you just like, you want to have this more of like a background of everything and just have, have everything lined up. And I honestly, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Still like lost a little bit, but I still, I get the, I get it. So did you, uh, you land anything or no? Uh, we got a couple of things that we're working on right now. I don't have anything signed, um, but one looks really good. The other one, we'll see. Um, one of the things, one of the things that uh, that we noticed, and this is the other thing I want to talk about with the expo, is you know brands are putting out what they think is going to be popular over the next six to twelve months. So that was something I tried to really focus on while we were there and pay a lot of attention to, like see what kind of trends that actual brands that are spending money on think is going to become popular um, over the next six to 12 months for whatever their brand is. So, you know, is there anything that stood out to you about the show in terms of what you saw? Um, well, I have like a, like a few people that I have to email, um, but I've, honestly, no, I, I think just the, the meeting, the setting up the meetings was a big thing. I think setting up meetings before you went to the actual event, well, I didn't have no meetings set up at all. I didn't know nothing about it. Yeah. So, um, that's probably like a big thing. Uh, I hit up Young because me and Young stayed, uh, stayed in the same Airbnb together. And I was like, you have any meetings set up? He's like, no. What do you mean? <laughs> so, Yeah. I mean, so like for me, like things that I noticed was um, there was a lot of like Asian style artwork that I saw um, in a lot of booths, like brands that I had no idea about that have like pretty big cult followings when you get on Instagram and start looking them up. Um, so like a lot of like Asian artwork, that kind of stuff, um, toys, 
you know, it was just super interesting. Um, like there's just so much stuff out there that like you wouldn't think about making shirts for until you look at it and you notice that, you know, they've got an Instagram account that's got 50,000 followers. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that was another thing too. Like when I was walking by, um, just kind of just looking it up on Instagram and you can see like the, the following and stuff like that. And some of them, they didn't even have like a following at all. Mm -hmm. So, but they were a brand though or they're up and coming. So that was like a, a good, like a, a point to, to point out too as well. Yep. But yeah, it was, um, I, I think the first day was like a little bit overwhelming. Uh, I honestly, I really, it's like, I just wanted to have fun, have fun with it. Um, this is what we've been doing from the very beginning is just having fun with everything and just like teaching people like a lot of stuff. And that's what was my, I wanted to actually get some knowledge from everything. And that way what another person goes in and they're not just lost walking around trying to figure out what's going on. So yeah. don't, don't go up to the big boost. Like you're going to get some type of big contract. I'm not saying you won't, but most likely you won't get like a big licensing contract with a very, like a big booth. So most, li most likely you won't have a conversation. Most likely yeah. it's going to be, do you have an appointment? No. Okay. I'm sorry. I can't really talk to you. I'm here to help the people that have appointments. Yeah. Um, Spooning, <laughs> spooned. <laughs> yeah, um, when we got there too, we had a uh, we did a podcast in the room. Me, Young, and uh, Manny. Why don't you tell the story about what really happened when you got there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So this is what happened. So when we got there. Me and Manny got there to the Airbnb. Right. This is a funny story. Uh, me and Manny walked in. We're trying to figure out where the room was. Um, we entered the code to the door, and it was like a con it was like a condo. It was like a condo, like apartment complex, like condo setup. And um, we go in, open it, and then there's a suitcase in the living room with like uh, some clothes on top of it. And then she's like, "Hello." And I was like, "Huh?" And it, it was a woman's voice, and I was like, "Oh, sh oh shit! There's someone in here." So we actually had. Like we got out of the room real fast. And I was like, let's get out of here because two guys and a woman in their shower does not, this is like already sounds horrible. And so we got out and I called young and young was messing with me through the whole time. He was on the way. He was in the, he was in the airplane messing with me. Poppy <laughs> call me poppy and stuff like that. I was like, this dude. And he, uh, he got out of the uh, airplane. He was waiting for us to pick him up. And he, th he thought I was messing with him the whole time. I was like, dude, there's someone in our room. And he's like, no, there's not. They can't be. So then we go back and they knock on the door and she opens the door. And I was like, I told you. And he's like, we're, we're supposed to have this booking for this room. And then, yeah, come to find out she actually was in the wrong room. And her room was across the way. And I was trying to figure out how she got in there. Like, it's I don't know. And then uh, what is what the young said? He's all well. She's gonna kill you first because you have the first room. <laughs> RJ was sleeping on the couch or something, so like he had to walk yeah. past him to get in. I was sleeping on the couch, and uh, he was like, "Well, she's gonna kill you first, RJ." I was like, "Oh, you motherfucker, dude." <laughs> he made sense though; it was true because I thought about it. I was like, "Oh yeah, she's probably some badass serial killer that's gonna fucking kill me first. And yeah, it was a it was a pretty interesting. I knew it was something was supposed to go wrong, man. Like it's not supposed to work out that good. I was waiting for something to go wrong for sure. So and then uh, was Dave Harrison. Harrison showed up. Dave, there's a lot, a lot of people that showed up. Kristen, um, Amanda, 
Yeah. Uh, Dean, Courtney. There's a lot of people, new faces that I met. met uh, was it Chris and Ken for the first time? They're pretty cool guys. It was actually like to go into, actually understood like what they were talking about and completely understood what like how they're like going about things and what their plans for the future were and stuff like that. So in a way, like I was happy because I can, can, I can relate and visualize how they're thinking. So that was a pretty mm -hmm. cool time to just to sit down and talk, talk to them. So, but that rum, man, I'm never messing with that rum again. Yeah. So we visited this uh, tiki bar that was off the strip um, that uh, Jason Smith, who's uh, a big eBay guy, He's uh, friends with Chris and Ken. He uh, invited us to come down to, and it's like a little hole in the wall. It's right next to his fucking gas station, right? And uh, every drink in there, I swear to God, had rum. And it wasn't just like one kind of rum. It was like three different kinds of rum. Like you get fucked up on one drink. And RJ was, RJ was feeling pretty good uh, by the end of the first night. Yeah, man. I woke up at like at six o'clock in the morning. The next day, I was still drunk, and <laughs> I went to the I went to the gym at seven. And I was like, man, dude, what the I only had two drinks and they just hit me differently because I'm Mexican and I don't think rum goes good with Mexicans. I don't know. That's racist. It's not racist. That's racist. Jason, uh, Jason T was messing with me or J Jason Smith. He was, uh, uh, he was like, man, you're not, even, you can't kill your drink or what? I was like, dude, this is my first time having this type of drink. I don't even know how it was going to hit me. And then I just chugged it. I was like, all right. So I chugged it. And then he made me get, he, he got a Bud Light after that. I was like, Talking all that smack. But, yeah, he was a cool guy. Did you uh, have a conversation with uh, Jason? Yeah, I talked to Jason, actually. Uh, when did you leave? You left Wednesday, right? Yeah. Yeah, I talked to Jason uh, Wednesday night for a while. We ended, actually ended up back at the Tiki Bar Wednesday night after after dinner and everything. Um, yeah, he's a he's a good guy. That was uh, really interesting. His, his story is crazy. Yeah. He's, uh, he's real cool. He's real, like, he's real mellow. Real mellow, yeah, but just yeah. real cool guy, smart mm -hmm. too. He's like, uh, he's, on Sunday, I guess he's gonna. He was having an event at his house, mm -hmm. and he invited he invited a lot of us over. And he's like, I'm gonna have a band, and then I have over 120 different types of. I think I think he said rum. I'm not sure if he said. I'm pretty sure he said rum. And I was like, well, How do you get that? How, how do you get that many drinks? <laughs> he's like real big in that that whole tiki scene that's crazy uh -huh. like, i didn't even know it was a thing and then he started explaining to me like you know you just learn things all the time i'm gonna send you a bottle of coconut rum from jamaica sounds horrible trying to find a picture to share everybody with uh, how rj was doing that night but oh, yeah. way, way oh, up I, got, in I got it right here i'll show you guys Young kicked on messing with me, guys. Me and Young, honestly, me and Young have uh, Young has came out to like support me and like and everything like I do and stuff like that. And then he just always he's always there and he's very cool. And then honestly, like Young was getting like everybody loves Young. I'll let you know that right now. Everybody loves Young. Jason was messing with them. Chris was messing with them. Ken, like I think uh, honestly, I think uh, Ken is well. Well, young is Ken's adopted son, so yeah. But it's his favorite, though. I could tell. I seen that. I was like, you know, you, you know, Ken likes you, right? I don't know why, but he likes you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me show you a picture. Young was messing with me. Went we and ate ate pho like around midnight after that tiki bar. Where's this picture at? 
Oh, I got it right here. I got it. That one. Go ahead. Everybody see that? RJ doing real well. <laughs> they said to try. They said to try rum. It'll be fun. <laughs> oh. No, it was um. It was actually a really. It was a good event. Um, it was pretty cool. Um, just like the first day, just had to get get that out the way. Um, there's you honestly, there's like a stampede of people. Mm-hmm. There's a stampede of people, and that's how that's how it looked. And I was like, man, this is crazy. Like people are late for their their meetings or something. You can tell, and they're just rushing. They're running through, carrying in boxes and stuff. I was like, man, okay. Yeah. The other thing too is, uh, and we talked about this too, is you know, you can't walk in there as a pack of people. Like you need to mm-hmm. kind of separate off and go do your own thing. Like, um, you know, it. We all kind of know each other. There's plenty of time to network and hang out and do all that stuff after the show. So just get in there and take care of your business first. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, me, me and Anaz, uh, we kind of just, we we're the first day we met up and got to, he got to meet me in person and stuff like that. And me and him clicked pretty well. He's, he's a real cool guy. They clicked pretty well. And we actually, he was trying to get me to party with him. <laughs> I went back to the room. He's like, I'm going to pay for your Uber to come get you. I was like, no, no. Okay, I'll be on my way. He was a real cool guy. I honestly, like, he has a real, he's real sincere and stuff like that. And he's good. He's kind hearted and stuff like that. So Anaz is like, he's real, real chill. Everybody stay out of his DMs though. <laughs> he, can't, he can't say no. He, he made us do shots. Yeah, nah. <clears throat> he's cool. Uh, we, need to, we need to get him on the show. We need um, to get him on the show. If he wants to get on. If I just tell him that it'll benefit us, and then he'll get on for sure. <laughs> so, um, trying to think what else we should talk about. Um, what can we talk about from that meeting that we had? Um. Oh, if you have your was it? If it's if you do not talk about the shirt and the listing, yeah, at all. That's do not talk. One. They're gonna. Um, that was like one of the main things that I seen or they, they talked about, there was one question that I wanted to ask when I've completely forgot. Um, do not, yeah, do not talk about the shirt and your Amazon listing at all for merch by Amazon. So if you have anything related to the shirt and the listing, and this is coming from like one of the head dogs, the, the, the top, the top dogs up there. And they said, do not talk about the shirt at all. Do not say talk order fit, size not up. Talk about any of nothing. that stuff. So if you have that in your listing, I recommend you guys go in there and start editing all of them. So don't do it at all. Lance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Take that out. That was direct too, like explicit, like literally uh-huh. like we brought up that scenario and and they said, no, do not do that. Um, so there's a, a lot of editing that's going to be going on. Luckily I have not been doing that for a long time. Um, yeah. The same thing with uh, like fitted slim fit for the premiums, that kind of stuff, all of that. Like they don't want you to, to do anything like if they're, if they're going to talk about the sizing and all that stuff, Amazon's going to do that. They don't want us doing that. They're actually going to, um, from what I've seen too, um, they're actually going to edit that out of the listing too, about the fitted part on the premium style. I think that's what it said, right? It said it in, in there no. on the listing. No, they're going to, it says slim fit on the, on the, in the bullets for premium. I think what they're going to do is they're going to try and come up with a, a way to highlight the fact that the fitting is more slim versus yeah. having us try and do it in the title or in the bullets, whatever. Yeah, for sure. So that was like, um, I'm surprised no one has said nothing about that yet. Um, so um, we'll probably, we'll probably post it in the group a little bit later on too as well, but 
that was like a very important statement made right there. I was like, man, I have it in my listing. So I got to go in there and edit it, uh, edit a lot of them. So, and they know like they're in the, actually they're in the groups. Okay. Uh, they know a lot. Like they're just in there. Like she said that she was in the, she's in the group and they're mm -hmm. actually reading like all the comments and stuff like at five o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning and just going through a lot of stuff. And they pay attention to like us as content creators and stuff like that. Just trying to like help you guys be more successful in merch and stuff like that. And like when they, when they mess up something or not when they mess up something, but when they're testing something out new, they, they, they're like the first thing they think about, or like one of the things they think about is, Oh, this is going to piss off the content creators. I wonder how they're going to react to this, not yeah. piss them off, but more like how they're going to react to this and stuff like that. So to answer your question, Richard, um, a, first of all, like you're talking about a, a problem of scale, right? Like this is a business that is scaling really, really quickly and growing really, really quickly. And so while I would love to have that, you know, the ability to talk to them direct one-on-one, -on -one, it's just not really feasible. What they are going to start doing and in an effort to have more two-way communication between us, they talked about how they are going to be trying to do more like pop-up events, kind of like we went, what we did in Vegas. Now, when that's going to happen, where it's going to happen, whatever, I don't know. It's probably going to be more along the lines of like the golden ticket event that happened in Texas a couple months ago where that you know some people got to go to the actual location and see the factory. But they're going to be doing those around the country is what it sounded like. So that could be really, really cool. It could give you an opportunity. You know, we learned a ton of stuff in, you know, it was probably, what, 30 minutes? Um, just talking direct one-on-one -on -one with them. And I think they're going to be trying to do that more often because they realize how important it is to be able to ask these questions. It's just, it's hard to scale that out and do it on a level um, where, you know, we can do it online and do it, you know, one-on-one. -on -one. So, so what are the consequences of having size up and listing? Um, they, she said, no, like, on, like she didn't want, no, don't do it. And I'm pretty sure she's the one. That I'm just. I'll tell you what the consequences that. are. They're the same consequences that were like printed in the USA, where it flew earlier on. But once you started putting it in, like eventually you started getting rejections. So, you know, that I guarantee you, based on what she said, that's going to be kind of what's going to happen down the road. Like, you know, those listings might not get pulled down right away, but they're gonna. It's going to happen eventually. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and they're actually they're actually pretty cool people. They're real chill. Like they're not like. I don't know. I, just, I thought they're just going to be like, they're just like, yeah, I thought they were very like, down to earth. I, the big thing I will say is it's very apparent. And I think you felt the same way after leaving that meeting that they are very concerned with us being successful and yeah. like, they're looking out for our best interest. They want, they want everything to work together. Um, you know, one of the things that they, they really wanted us to impart after we left the meeting was that rejections trademarks all of that stuff right mm -hmm. they're not your account doesn't get dinged the same way if you have a rejection um for something that got trademarked down the road so say for example classy i know that's a big one that's going out right now like it doesn't matter as much as say somebody that's trying to sneak in world cup into their bullet points right yeah. like they're more concerned with people that are trying to do shitty things on the platform than they are that somebody that did an honest mistake that doesn't mean like get a bunch of rejections that's going to be bad for your account too because they don't want to deal with idiots but they don't want people freaking out that their account's going to get terminated because either a they made an honest mistake or b something got trademarked after you put up something and now that person's coming to Amazon and telling him they need, you need to take these things down. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Um, they're basically, they're not out there to like, they want you to be successful. And if you're like out here, like 
copying designs off of people or just trying to like find it, figure out a way to take like a, well, I'm not even sure what type of shirt, like a brand shirt and sneak it through the merch by Amazon, sneak it through the upload. They're going to, they're going to terminate your account right away because they see what you're doing. Yep. Like they're not messing around. And as far as like me or Matt are just making like very generic, like general designs, not even trying to trademark or anything like that. They see that as, okay, you made a mistake. Okay. Let's just take that down. Not okay. We're going to uh, terminate your account. Yeah, there's so, there's there's different levels of yeah. like what's going on, and they are not concerned with people that make mistakes. Like they don't want that to happen. Obviously, yeah, they're concerned with bad actors. They're concerned with people that are trying to put things up that should not be up on the platform. That are trademarks, sneak things by, whatever. That's their number one concern. That's why the sign up process. You know, if if you've been rejected from the sign up process a bunch of times, she she specifically said, you know, is there something in your past that was a problem? Are you you know what I mean? Like, is there a reason we should be concerned with you? Like. Because that's the reason that the uh, sign-up process exists how it is. Um, Lance is asking about improvements in interface, uploading, sorting, reports, et cetera. We can't really talk about that. Um, so just know that they're constantly working on improving the platform. Um, sounds sounds overwhelming, but fine. Um, yeah, uh, let me see on that, on that right there. Uh, Matthew, about the sounds overwhelming, but fun. Honestly, like... The, like I, I pretty much everything was overwhelming, but at the same time, you just like kind of take a little breather and just kind of just see how just taking everything and just make it fun. You know what I mean? It's just, that's why like, that's why me and Matt are good at doing this right here because honestly it's like, we make it look easy and it's fun because it's fun, but then sometimes it's overwhelming. But then once you get like that positive vibe and stuff like that, and you're just going and stuff, it's it gets a lot more easier because you're having fun with it. If you're having fun with it, it's it's not so overwhelming. And that's what I've been doing, and that's what Matt's been doing, and that's what we've been doing for everybody, and just trying to just make it more fun. If you make it more fun, it's not gonna be as over, overwhelming. So that so yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just I, I the biggest thing I think because we did prepare to go in there. Um, you know, we spent a while preparing on it along with some other people that we worked with, and um I felt underprepared, even though we had spent time preparing. Like, yeah. it, it's a different level of business, right? Like, this is this little thing that, uh, you know, we do on the side and we upload shirts and everything else. And then you walk in there and you realize, like, this is real world, like, multi billion dollars worth of business. You know, um, people are walking into booths and, and my wife heard overheard this and, hi, I'm a buyer from Best Buy. We'd like to talk to you about this product. You know what I mean? Like, this is somebody yeah. that's like, we're dealing with people on that same level. And the cool thing is Amazon gives us the ability to compete with those people. Um, but it's just a mindset. You know what I mean? Like you need to walk in there. If, if you think that you're, if you're thinking about going to the expo next year, or you're thinking about doing licensing or whatever, like that's the mindset you need to have that you are competing with Best Buy. You're competing with these other people. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's pretty crazy too, just to even just to be in that same, like, like being in the same circle is like that discussion at all. Any like I don't know, just I don't know. Um, there is there's a there's a few things that should be coming out by the end of the year, and we can't really talk like talk about it too much. Um, but there is though, and that's that's going to be pretty good for like all of us in general. Um, so yeah, a lot of yeah, a lot of guys, a lot of you in here in the chat, like we we know who you are, and like we we 
watch us every week. So that's pretty cool too as well. Um, but yeah, like just kind of give that to you guys just to throw that out there. Um, really can't talk too much about it, but I see a lot of you guys that are in the chat that are with us every single week and actually take the time to listen to us. So we can throw that out there to you guys. Um, yeah, yeah, it should be good. It, it should expand and it, it should like, in a way it should expand our business and just make it, make ourselves go up. Right, for sure. Uh, Tim wants to know about an explanation for what happened to the platform after the freeze. Um, they didn't talk about that. Um, you know, they that kind of stuff that we didn't really get into like nuts and bolts in terms of specifics. And I don't think they really could. Um, you know, one thing that was interesting, I think we can talk about this, um, is somebody asked a question about search and like stuff with like description and other stuff. Um, and the response from the Amazon rep was, we don't even know what goes into the algorithm. Like we have, we have questions all the time, like why certain things show up or whatever, like they don't know either. It's, it's all machine learning. Like it's literally like, it's an algorithm that they have. That's just, you know, machine learning, artificial intelligence to figure out the best way to find search for the customers. Um, they said too, what, what did they say? Um, they don't even know. Like as far as keywords, yeah, are we allowed to speak on that? They they, they don't they don't even know how it works. Yeah, they don't. Uh, have, yeah, I think we can talk about it. Like I thought I thought that was super interesting. Well, they uh, don't know, so obviously we can. I'm thinking we can talk about it, right? Yeah, exactly. they don't know. They don't know. We don't know. <laughs> it's just it's a different. It's a you know, search is a totally separate division. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's yeah, there's pretty much that's pretty much what they they honestly they took the time out of their their day out of that event and i'm pretty sure they got a lot of licenses for for the merch collab and stuff like that uh they took the time out of the day just to actually s get us in a, a little pop-up meeting and we could, and we all talked about it yeah it was super super interesting um you know it tells you where their mindset is with collab too that in the keynote um you know the vice president of amazon um, nick dennison actually said we're going to take a small number of brands starting out today and slow and slowly grow it. So that tells you where their vision is for this program, right? Like they're going to start off with certain brands that they bring into the program and they're going to grow it slowly and scale it. So that's the the biggest thing I think in terms of, you know, what we should be expecting if you've applied for the program. I'm sure a lot of you guys have, I would not expect to see a lot of growth or a lot of people getting accepted right away. And you're probably not going to hear about it either. Cause I have a feeling there's going to be some NDAs involved. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ruben. Yeah. You can share that. That's fine. Where are we at? Where are we at? Too many chefs in the kitchen. And Ruben want to know if you can share the information about removing any shirt description from the listings. Um, yeah. So oh, just yeah. Just to clarify, Amazon want, and they said this specifically, they want you to describe the design in your listing. They don't want you doing anything that describes the shirt, fit, whatever. Yeah. And now, honestly, too, like if they see that you post that like in the group and you're a group and you're actually meaning like that gets their attention. Like they see that you're trying to make the platform better, that they, they appreciate that type of stuff. Yeah. It was one of the things they talked about, like was that they appreciated us and you know other people that are involved in the groups trying to help like new people out explain to people you know how the right way to do things they were very receptive in terms of some of the feedback that we gave them on different things too so that was super cool and then the uh young snitching on me almost uh. smacked him in the back of the head <laughs> i was like you mother <laughs> he uh about the uploading 
Uh-huh. Okay, they're, they're very strict on the uploading. Okay, about you giving someone else the password. Uh, Young kind of pointed me out in the thing. I almost smacked him in the back of the head. <laughs> so don't, don't, don't put it out there that you're giving someone else your password or anything like that. Don't even do it. Um, I don't know. I mean, my, I know you're doing all your uploading right now anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, are you going to go back to hiring an uploader? What do you think? I don't know. Um, I don't know if we can even talk about it on here. <laughs> That's I, mean, part, I, I think we can talk about it. It's it's part because we asked for clarification on that and they were pretty direct. Um, yeah. You know, it's part of the terms of service. So I honestly, I, I, I see what, like, you know how I am. And like, I think it's, it's even as she understood too, it's like, if you're scaling your business, like, I know. You have, I get you have it. To start hiring and stuff like that, and that's how I always been from the very beginning, and that's what I, I get it. I just, I just wanted to come back on us that like you know you said this and now this happened to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that's why that's like a, it's kind of like the gray area. Like you don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and but like honestly, like if you want, like you already know how I am about scaling. Like we all we're all here to profit, and that's it. And and just and we can help each other along the way. Then it's makes it much easier for us. Um, but as far as like doing that upload to hire uploader, I say, yeah, I like, i I agree with it a hundred percent. Like, you're not going to tell me, no, can't, but then obviously there's people that are scared. Like, I don't know. So right. I'll say, I'll say this, like, she was very direct about it. She said, don't yeah. share your password. Yeah. Um, whether that means that, you know, it's not going to be an issue cause you're, you're not a, you're not a bad actor on the platform. I don't know. It gave me pause though. Um, I don't know. Uh, Ron, she didn't mention me or RJ specifically, um, so I, I don't know. Um, it did sound like she had a good idea of who people were um, with relation to the Facebook groups and some of the content stuff. Yeah, she's in the Facebook. She's in the Facebook groups. Um, they're all in the face group, Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, yeah, they're, they're all in the Facebook groups. They know what's going on and stuff like that. And yeah, they know. They know. So, yeah one one of the things she did mention was uh, the the forms. Um, they're going to start becoming mu- much more active in the forms in the sense that, like, if you are abusing the system or if you're just there to to yell and talk shit, uh, it sounds like you're going to get banned really quickly. So, watch your behavior. Hopefully, that's not our audience. Yeah, don't don't be doing that. Nah, but uh, yeah, she was just all about like, like <coughs> just, uh, us being successful and stuff like that. So that's like she made it a point like she wants us to do good. They want us to do good. So yeah, I mean, they, they really wanted to drive home that like if you're doing your best to follow the rules and put out good content and, and do, you know, do good on the system, like you don't have anything to worry about. They don't want people waking up in the morning afraid that their account is going to get terminated because they had a, you know, a rejection over something stupid like classy. Um, they do want the people that are like doing pixel for pixel copying or posting, you know, stuff for the world cup or dilly dilly shit. Like they do want, they do want those people to know that like, you're going to get found and you're going to get booted off, you know, booted off merch. Yeah. There's nothing, nothing in the gray area like that. Cause it's a little, like, if you have to think about it, don't do it. Yeah. hundred percent. Uh, no idea, Richard. <laughs> do you think they have the files on us? Like Jacob topping does? <laughs> Uh, so I met him. I met him for the first time. He's actually uh, a pretty cool guy. Um, smacked me in the stomach. 
He smacked you in the stomach? Yeah, I almost had to get, turn around and give him a big hug, but I, I did it. I, I missed that for uh, – I missed topping for the, the most of that because that was at the Tiki Room, right? Uh-huh, I was trying to act like – I was trying to act like I was all right. He's coming around the table to see if he recognizes me. And then he's like, Mr. Martinez. <laughs> Boom. <I was> like, oh. <laughs> so, yeah. He, uh, Jacob in person is exactly how you would expect Jacob in person to be. He's no different than how, who he is online. I'll say that. Yeah. Jacob's a very smart guy. Like, he's he's a very intelligent person. Um, he's just very different. Yeah. So what position, what's the her position with the company? Leave that alone. Yeah, I know. So can you use something like LastPass logins for the VA? You do that, don't you? Are you going to touch on that? Uh, I'm not going to touch on it. I mean, it made me rethink my entire position on it. I'm actually trying to figure out what I'm going to do with with my girl. All right, so Matt's not – he's not uh, – he doesn't have an uploader no more. So let's make that uh, real clear. She's working on Etsy now full-time. She's working on Etsy full-time. That's actually the truth. That's what she's done ever since that conversation. So, um, yeah. I will say this, that they, they realize the importance of us being able to scale our business um, and that they are working on tools for us to be able to do that. Yeah, the person that was talking to us, she's actually a business owner herself. So she knows that in order for you to scale, you have to, like, of course, like, outsource it and stuff. Like, like it was a very, when that, that, that topic came up, like, you could tell that they had a certain rules to go by, but then... Like, well, so the, from a personal point of view, she's yeah, yeah, yeah. here's, here, here's the thing. Um, and this actually had me more excited about that conversation than anything else was that particular thing right there where because at a certain point you have to question how feasible is it to build a business on top of the platform, right? Like yeah. because it becomes a business that's very difficult to scale if you can't do certain things. And that conversation piece that we had with her made me very, very excited because they fully realize that like they need to do some things to help us to scale our businesses up, to grow our businesses the way we want to. Because at the end of the day, I know RJ, you're not interested in making 10 grand a month, right? Like that's a stepping stone. That's not the final spot. Like you want to be able to build a business just like somebody on FBA where, you know, you're making a hundred thousand dollars a month. Like yeah. realistically, that's, that's a hundred percent the way that I look at it. Like, why can't we do that? Yeah, you know, sure. It's just a matter of scaling things out. And right now we can't scale things out the way the platform is designed. Yeah. Mm. That's um, crazy. Just I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's, these questions about like Seller Central and stuff for Merch Collab guys. Honestly, I don't know exactly how it needs to be set up. I do know that you're going to need an account like that to do something with the program, but I don't know what the order is. I don't know if like you fill out the application and you need to have the account before that. I, like I don't know. Yeah, we haven't really we haven't really messed with it too much. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, Ron, uh, with regards to AMS, that was a question that we asked. Good question. Um, yeah, I can't speak about it um, necessarily because they couldn't they couldn't comment on it either in terms of timelines, but it is something that they're aware of and working on. Ron, if we can't speak about it and you ask a good question like that, and I said it's a good question, just understand it's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There's your hint. <laughs> now my Amazon account is going to be banned tomorrow. Thanks. Just kidding. Um, yeah, that was pretty much uh, 
all it um yeah yeah courtney said something earlier i think that that was uh like really smart. She said, go for the networking, the licensing expo is the icing on top. And that's the way that I felt about this trip. Like the networking that we did, like meeting other people, meeting just a wide variety of people that are involved in Amazon and merch and everything else. Like that was huge. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's, uh, I just, honestly, like I, that was my, one of my big things is that, that, that keynote, like I felt like I gained everything, everything from that. And then I wanted to meet Chris and Ken. Yeah. Yeah, and other people too. So yeah, um, and then Dean too. I got to meet Dean. I haven't met him. I like I've been talking right. to him for years, and he was. I didn't think he was that tall. He's. I don't think Dean was that tall either. I was surprised when I walked up. Like I'm a big guy, right? Like I'm not used mm -hmm. to looking up to people. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that either. <laughs> no, it was a. Oh, that was a. That was a. That was pretty cool. Um, but. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Did you guys tell Shane to quit? No, Shane wears the same. Sh Shane said he wears the same shirt every single day. Shane's an interesting dude. The same design, different shirt. The same. He wears the same design shirt every single day, but like it's a new one, I guess he said. He actually he sold the platform really well, like yeah. really really well. It was it was actually really good. Um, it was nice to meet Chris and Ken. Um. They're pretty much exactly how they present themselves online too. So that was cool too. Like they weren't any different. You know what I mean? Yeah. LLC account. Um, I think it's super important to have a LLC account on your. No, I don't think it's super important. Um, no. I do think that. I think that's a personal thing. Yeah. That's, more of a that's, personal that's thing. a good way to put it. And I also think, um, I, I have been thinking a lot more, and I don't know if you have it, uh, about brand registry um, and going through brand registry for our business as well. Yeah. So tired of people jumping on our brand and fucking trying to trying to write our coattails. So I want the ability to be able to somebody tries to list something under my brand to tell them to go fuck off. <laughs> yeah, we had a, honestly, we had a, a good little group of people. Um, Going when well, we remember when we went to that uh, little lounge area. It was yeah. it inside the Lux the Luxor? Luxor, yeah. Yeah, it was. There was a good group of people there. We had a pretty interesting conversation. We all chilled and stuff, and some really smart people. Yeah. So we also ordered bottle service at three thirty in the afternoon. So that was interesting. <laughs> so, so that, and then there was a there was a guy that had a. I met we when we first got there. Um, Tim was talking to some guy that actually is coming out with a cartoon show, and it was just a real humble, like a like you would even think like he would come out with a cartoon show, but he came. He's coming out. With, it's coming on Amazon. It's coming out on uh, I think it's Amazon Prime, uh, mm. Direct TV. All these, all these like like all the whatever, all the the brand, all the programs, and it was a he was just showing us and stuff and he was real cool like are you that's another thing it's like you meet all these people that are very successful and they're just very like how i like down to earth and just real chill and i'm so like, okay all right but then of course you're gonna meet some people that are just don't want you to talk to them of course but mm -hmm. that's all i took from this this whole thing it's just like okay and then the people that that you don't they don't want to talk to you just like keep it pushing it's like there's 
there's there that place is so big like it didn't even matter like if you got to yeah. know it was just move on to the next place and there were plenty of people that were interested in talking to you you just had to you had to move away from you know mattel and univision and you know universal and, and go to some of the smaller spots and Asian, I was just trying to figure out too, because a lot of these Asian companies, Asian people, they like they, their culture. They they like gifts, right? I, I'm not Asian, bro. I have no idea. We we had an Asian with us. That's who you should have asked. <laughs> who young? Young. I asked him nothing. He was messing with me the whole time. He's he's fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I think that's what it, that's what I was trying to figure. I was like, how would you get these? Like their attention. Like I was trying to figure, how would you get these people's attention? Like, would you bring them a shirt with their brand on it next time? What would you do? I don't know. So, can you touch on brand registry? Uh, I hear folks talking about building a language on AMS and reaching out to state. Um, I haven't messed with it, Ron, since the twenty-first in terms of like things that we can do. I mean, you can build a landing page in AMS right now without having to go through brand registry. Um, you know, it's just, I can, I can play with it later and I can actually show you if you want to, if you want to do that, um, or, um, the store, the AMS store, um, I'm not sure if we can still do it or not. I don't know, but I know that it, it was easier to do if you were brand registered. Yeah. All right. Um, we just wanted to basically just do a little recap on everything and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, as far as, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think the number one thing I'll say about the expo uh, is it's not a place to just show up to. Like, you need to show up. You need to be prepared to actually talk business. Um, if you're just showing up to have a good time, fuck around and see things, like, it's a waste of time, and it's probably not good for anybody else there in terms of their business. Um, you need to show up and be prepared and... If you want to do business at the expo, um, you need to you need to put some work in. Like, make sure that you look like a legitimate business. Don't look like just some random person off the street that says, "Hey, I'm from Merch by Amazon." Um, yeah, you you got to do some work. That's a that's a <laughs> that's what they look like. That's what I was trying to figure out too. I was like, they just went up there with like Star War, Star Trek shirts on, and uh, what other shirts did they have on? They had a that science that scientist. Science Matters, that one, yeah. the, the Neil deGrasse Tyson one. Um, I saw that shirt. I saw Star Trek. Um, what other one did I see? There was another one I saw. I remember seeing. Um, yeah, but there's a difference, though, right? Like their their placard, their little like their their thing that said who they were said yeah. Amazon. Yeah, for sure. That matters too. Yeah, it was a it was a. Overall, it was a it was a good event. Just meeting people and stuff like that. Uh, that was like one of the biggest, like the biggest things that we took away from it. That keynote was pretty interesting, and yeah, um, just a little. There's a few things that we can't we can't say, um, but for the most part, kind of just told you which everyone needs to hear and and how they want us to be successful. So that's like a really good thing. Like we honestly, we kind of matter. So yeah, it's. Some very exciting, very exciting things are coming, guys. Um, probably not as fast as we'd like them to come, but very cool. Yeah. Uh, can you start uh, Etsy? Promoted listings. Um, I really, I, I turned them off, and I'm making sales. Um, then I turned them on like last week, 
So, so I was making the most, like I, I had it turned off and I was making cells. Okay. And it seemed like the cells slowed down as soon as I turned them on. But it's not, it's probably going to work different from you guys. Um, with the, the promoted listings with any type of ads, do not go, do not go in hard, go in slow, like start with five cents, then work your way up to 10 cents. And then if it's working, go to 15, you know what I mean? Just, just gradually scale. Um, don't go in there bidding 50 cents per, uh, per click. Um, but start slow, start at five cents, 10 cents, start yeah. at 10 cents. So that way you can get some type of traffic going to your store. Okay. So it's, it's like anything you need to manage it. You need to actually yeah. pay attention to it. Don't just turn it on and forget about it. Yeah. For um, sure. Ron, no, we can't speak German soon. I can, I can answer that. That's not, that's not coming soon. Um, and then Jeremy throttle or no throttle. I actually asked that direct question. Um, and she basically said that they're working to try and make sure that, uh, it doesn't happen, but they obviously couldn't guarantee anything. Um, so, I mean, the expanded uh, production facility in, in Pennsylvania, I think, is going to be a big deal for us in Q4 this year. All right. Um, I think yeah, I think that's it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna have another show on. Well, we're gonna do another show on Wednesday. I'm not sure with who yet. Um, we're still trying to get situated with a few things. I know who's gonna be. On, I know who's gonna be on the show on Wednesday. Who? We talked about this. We did. Yeah, Ken's coming on the show Wednesday. Oh, Ken. Yeah. Okay. I forgot. I can uh, tell. So, um. Oh, okay. uh, one thing I do want to talk about real quick, um, and this is something that uh, we talked about um, at the show amongst all of us. Um, there is a initiative going on right now in merch watchdogs. Um, for we're trying to crowdsource some money to put together a lawsuit against the trademark holder for Classy. Um, whether you've been affected by it or not, it, you know, this is the power of, of having a large audience and having a crowd. Like, legit, if you can throw $20 at this problem, this is something that will benefit us in the future. This is something that Amazon is paying attention to. You know, if we can actually put this together and fight down this trademark and get them for, you know, abuse of the trademark system this would be a very very big positive for us so if you're not a part of the merch watchdogs group um a i would suggest you join it i think that it's it's a really good place to understand how the trademark system is working how things are getting filed all the time it's very eye-opening when you see people post things daily about things people are trying to trademark that should never fucking be trademarked so if you're sick of that and you're tired of having to deal with this and, and have to worry about like, you know, your listings getting pulled down or rejections because you put in one stupid word that you didn't think could possibly be trademarked, I would highly, highly, highly suggest that you throw 20 bucks at this problem because I'm going to throw 500 bucks at the problem. So, and I know that there's some other people that are going to be throwing some money at it too. And, you know, if we as a crowd that are committed to this, that are in this for the long haul, do this it will make a big difference because you slap down this one person, it suddenly changes everything for all these other assholes. They're just trying to trademark these words so they can, you know, maintain a little bubble around their shit. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to also, we'll make on Wednesday. We'll kind of touch a little bit more on that right there. Um, yeah, Jeremy, there is, they've, uh, they've got a link up um, and I'll check. I think it's in the post that Tanya made in our group. Um, if not, I'll get that and I will post in our group as well. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we'll actually we'll have Ken on. No, is it uh 
So on Wednesday, we'll have Ken on Wednesday. We'll kind of go over a little bit more about that. Um, I actually had a takedown on Etsy. That was it this morning because it's, it's a long t- – <laughs> It was it was something, but it got it got taken mm-hmm. down. So, um, yeah. So we'll kind of we'll get on that a little bit more on Wednesday, and we'll have Ken Real on the show. And uh, if you guys haven't checked out his article, um, uh, go ahead and check that out. I, I posted it in the group. Um, so, pretty inspiring story. So, and I, I, honestly, uh, was it Dave? Maybe yeah. we, can, we can get Dave on there too. It'll be good. Yeah, I'd love I'd love to have Dave come on the show. He posted the link actually in there. Merchattorneys.com is where you should go. Yeah, so uh, Dave, if you're not doing nothing on Wednesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, um, get on the yeah, show with would, Ken. That would be really good, actually. That would be that would be pretty cool, Dave. If you can, if not, we can schedule another time for you to get on. So, yeah. All right, cool. um, guys, uh, go ahead and uh, give it a thumbs up the video and go ahead and share it if you guys haven't shared it. And I think that's going to be it right here. That's and we'll it. See you on Wednesday. Thank you. Yep. Later.